we're going to talk about what it takes to experience victory. What it takes to experience victory. And I want us to learn that. And then the next time I preach, we're going to talk about <clears throat> how to experience victory as a team, all right? I'm going to teach you how to win by yourself today. Amen? You got to win together on the next week, and then we'll be in our series on prosperity because I believe that I definitely need to teach that in this hour because of the way that my people are being treated across the world. I began to pray and like, man, what? You know, it was a time to fight back in the day, right? But it's a time to fight now. Because you sit up here and you look at the government and they telling you teaching black history is, or teaching uh, the promotion of equality is divisive. And I, 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 you know, normally I don't. Anyway, I'm, I'm just going to leave that right there for a minute. But one way to fight, and the main way to fight, is to always understand who God is. The people of Israel were able to get out of captivity because of God. Amen? Because of God in prayer. And a lot of times we look at politics. A lot of times we look at all these strategic plans. A lot of times we look at economic development, which is definitely a great way. <clears throat> but one thing we need and the ultimate thing we need is God and for him to lead us where we need to go in order to get us where we need to be. Amen? All right. I'm going to talk about what it takes to experience victory. I'm going to be in Second Chronicles. But <clears throat> let me just read this before I get into the scripture. Uh, life can be, a very can be very competitive <clears throat> because everybody's looking for victory in so many areas, Right? Athletes seek victory in sports. Doctors seek victory through medicine. Lawyers seek victory in court. <clears throat> and teachers seek victory through education. Likewise, the children of God <clears throat> should seek victory through education. However, our victory should come through God. This study is designed to share what helps believers to experience victory. Let us read um, 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 20. I'm going to read verses 1 through 22 because I need you to understand the story, and the story pretty much tells itself, so I'm just going to read it. It came to pass after this also <clears throat> that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side of Syria. And behold, they be in Hazan Tamar, which is in Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared <clears throat> and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. <clears throat> and Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in, art not thou God in heaven and rulest? <clears throat> Hold on. Yeah. Are not thou and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the, of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might? so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? 
and they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment, <clears throat> or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction. Then thou would hear and help, and now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us, neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Then upon Jehazel and the son of Zechariah, and the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, um, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up at the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord and the Levites of the children of the Korahites and of the children of the Korites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of the Kor. And as they went forth, the Hosephat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established, believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, said ambushes against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah and they were smitten. Lord, help me bring a word for your people in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your making us, res us resilient people and thank us for lifting us up as we continue to lift you up. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Amen. I wanted you to know how to experience victory. Number one, read verse three. I know I read the whole thing, but I needed you to get that story. I needed you to hear it so when we go through this, you'll be able to follow a little better. Verse 3 says, And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Look at number one. Godly practices will help you experience victory. Godly practice. <clears throat> what did he do? <clears throat> Remember, they came to him and brought him bad news, right? And then he said, what did he do? He didn't cuss nobody out. You know, some of us do that, right? He didn't say, man, why you bring me this? He didn't go crazy. <clears throat> he what? <clears throat> he sought the Lord. 
This was his practice. What is your practice? What automatically comes out of you when something comes against you? You know, Gatorade has a saying, is it in you? Is it in you? Is the Holy Spirit in you? Is your prayer life in you? Are you seeking God? When he received the bad news, <clears throat> he didn't run to his mama. He didn't run to his daddy. He didn't run to his pastor. He didn't run to his deacon. He said, I'm going to seek the Lord. And once he sought the Lord, then he brought the people together. You must seek the Lord first. Whenever you're going through anything, your first line of defense, the first person you should call on is God. He called on God in the midst of it. He said, I can't handle it. <clears throat> he was scared. He said, I don't have the power to do this. I need your help, God. Then he started running down everything, God. Ain't, God, ain't you God? You bad, right? I'm your people. You promised me this. You're supposed to handle this. And that's how you have to be when you're in a battle. You have to understand that it's God's problem, not yours. It's not my problem when my enemy come against me. It's God's problem. You the one told me to do it. Now, if I'm doing something I ain't supposed to do, I still say, you're supposed to help me, God. <laughs> but I get it right eventually. You understand? But, but the, when, I, when you know without a shadow of a doubt, you are where God wants you to be. Why are you worried about that person in that cubicle next to you? That's God's job to handle them when they gossip about you. Why are you worrying about your boss? As long as you're getting to work on time and doing your job, don't worry about them because God is the one. He's the author and finisher of your faith. God is the one that gives you the power to obtain wealth. It is God, not anybody else. And that's who you need to turn to when stuff gets crazy. Seek him first. Number two. Verse 5 says, And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. Godly prayer will help you experience victory. Godly prayer. I ain't talking about, you know, them selfish prayers. I mean, it's still good to pray it if you're in that situation. Lord, if you just get me out of this one this time, I ain't talking about that one. But what I'm talking about is Godly prayer, when you know you're doing what you're supposed to do, like I said, don't, now don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Even when you're doing what you're not supposed to do and you stop doing it and repent, God will help you. So still call on him. But you have to be in godly prayer. When you have godly prayer, it will cause you to experience victory. Godly prayer is not praying only when you're in trouble. You do know that, right? Godly prayer is not praying just because you're on 64 and you had too many 64s. Huh? That ain't, that's not what I'm saying with godly prayer. Godly prayer is making sure you seek him day and night and making sure you pray to him every day, making sure you're seeking what it is that he wants you to do, what is his will for your life, what does he want you to do today, what does he want you to do tomorrow, what does he want you to do 10 years from now, what do you want me to do right now in this moment? God, help me walk holy. Lord, help me. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I shall fear no evil because you got to learn how to pray to God all the time. And when you begin to pray to him all the time, you will experience victory because he's with you. He's with you everywhere you go. You will be okay because he's there, because you're communing with him. Number three. Number three, verse 15 says, And he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat. 
Thus saith the Lord <clears throat> unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Mm -mm -mm. Godly prophecy will help you experience victory. Do you know that? Godly prophecy will help you experience victory. But you can't have godly prophecy if you don't seek him. <clears throat> you can't get godly prophecy if you don't pray to him. But do you understand when you pray to God and you commune with God, you will never get blindsided? God will let you know who your enemy is, and sometimes we get blindsided, not because God didn't tell us and not because we didn't hear We just ignored it. Man, something told me. Man, something told me she went right. I knew I felt something in my spirit. Yeah, because the spirit told you. You just don't listen. He already told you what was wrong with that person. He already tried to cover you. He already tried to help you do what it is he told you to do. He was already trying to lead you into all truth. You just ignored him. When are we going to listen to when God speaks to us? What if Jehoshaphat would have said, man, we don't know your name. Y'all heard him. He said, hey, this man, the son of so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, and the son of so-and-so. Who is this person? By the time you name all them so-and-sos, I don't know who you are. You in there, oh, man, you know, you know, so-and-so. Uh, man, you know he hang around Deacon Dawson sometimes. Sometimes he be with, with Deacon Allen. And you know that, you know, you know. You, you know what I'm saying? You know the names you call, but you don't know who. Yeah, man, he be wearing that red sweat all the time. You know, I, you, you don't know. Because it was somebody nobody knew, but God raised him up, and Jehoshaphat was humble enough, even though he was the king, to hear what they were saying. Are you humble enough to hear when people speak to you that are not in the elevated position you in? Can you hear God speak from wherever he's speaking from? Ooh. Number four. Number four. <clears throat> Verse 17, ye shall not fight, ye shall not need to fight this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. <clears throat> Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Get out of here. <clears throat> Godly promises will help you experience victory. Do you remember what God promised you you was going to have? You have to remember what God promised you. It doesn't matter how bad it looks. If God said you was going to have it, you're going to have it. You feel me? If he said it, if he said it. Now, some of y'all out here claiming people. I ain't saying he's going to give you people. But when God has a promise for you, he has a promise for you. Nobody can stop it except you. The only way the Israelites, when they inhabited the land, is if they would not have walked and marched and took the territory God promised them. It didn't matter about the Moabites and the and all these ites that was coming against them. It didn't matter. Why? Because God had already promised it. And he says he's the alpha and what? The beginning and what? 
the author and what? Right. He didn't say he was the in-between. You the in-between. You need to handle the in-between time. You need to handle it. You need to keep walking. When the alpha says go, you need to keep walking until you get to the omega. When the author says go, you need to walk until you get to the finish. When the beginner says begin, you need to walk until you get to the end, right? Because why? He is the author and finisher, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. He on the end points. He's making sure you know that he began a good work and you shall finish it, but you need to do something. You need to keep doing what you're supposed to do and think not. It's not given to the swift nor the strong, but to those who what? Endure. You have to keep pressing. You cannot quit. He has promises for you, but some of us have stopped in midstream because the battle got rough, and we say, I'm just going to sit over here, and I'm not going to press toward this mark of this holy call. You better keep pressing toward the mark. You better keep looking from, to the hills in which cometh your help because you will get the victory if you keep winning. You know who wins? Those who keep going. You know who's called? Everybody is called. Everybody is called, but you know who's chosen? The ones that show up. Everybody's called to do something, but everybody don't show up. Everybody doesn't step up when God calls. When you step up, he will equip you. He will get, make you strong. He will finish it. He will make sure that he knows you're not qualified, but he will qualify you in the midst of you in the battle. He will give you your weapons as you walk along. He will take care of you. My goodness. He'll promise it to you. What has he promised you? You better walk in your promises. I told you, remember he promised us this building and it took a long time. Remember that, Trustee Shaw? Everybody kept talking about we weren't going to get it. Everybody, not everybody, everybody kept saying we weren't going to get it because they were like, ain't no way you're going to get that building. But we already knew we were walking in agreement and we didn't care what it looked like. We said we're gonna, we know that we're going to bring this to pass because God has promised us this. We don't care how many times stuff goes wrong. We don't care how long it takes them to clear the, the deed on this land. We're going to have it because God has already spoken to us. But if we would have stopped in midstream, we would have still been on 326 tabs lane. Some of y'all probably would be happy, but we're here now. <laughs> There's something wrong with me. Let me go to this next verse. Spirit, come back to me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Number five, verse 20 says, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Woo-wee! He said, look here, read your Bible. Believe these prophets, because you're going to get this. Godly precepts will help you experience victory. Do you know God's word goes together line upon line, precept upon precept? Do you understand that? 
Do you understand everything God has spoken out, Jesus made sure he fulfilled to make sure everything lined up for you to have the victory? Do you know that he says he's the other finisher of your faith? We just said that, right? Remember? We just said that. He said you shall get the victory. He said when you walk through the fire, you won't be burned. He said when you go through the water, it won't overtake you. He said even when the enemy come at you like a flood, you will win. He said you will win and not lose. I think good thoughts towards you, thoughts of your prosperity and an expected end. He said, look, believe this word and walk in this word and believe every precept that the Bible has spoke. Believe the prophet. Believe the preacher. Believe the word of God and understand that you shall get the victory. I know it doesn't look good. I know the world looks messed up. I know your child keep going to jail. But let me tell you something right now in the name of Jesus. Stay in your word. You will get the victory. Stay in your word. You shall win. Stay in your word. You shall be prosperous. Stay in your word, you shall be healed. You better start reading it. By his stripes, I'm healed. A cancer, you better sit down in the name of Jesus because by his stripes, I'm healed. You better watch out. You better get out of my way. Oh, I know it looks like I got a roadblock, but he who began a good work in me, he shall finish it. You better walk away from me. I know I got enemies around me, but yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? His rod and his staff shall comfort me. I don't care what hell I'm going through right now. I'm going to tell you what can separate me from my God. No height, no depth, no principality, no former thing, no latter thing. What can separate me from the love of my God? You just like them like wild pictures. You can't get no calm pictures when I'm just sitting there. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying. See, I want my mouth over there. Ah. Can I get some dignified looking? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm just in my love. Had to calm down because I ain't got through with it yet. Number, number, number six. Number six, verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. What? Let me read that one more time. He said, praise the Lord for his mercy and do it for a little while, for a long time, for almost, for what? Forever. Ooh, godly profession will help you experience victory. You got to start speaking what you want. I don't want to lose. I want to win. I don't want to be down like four flat tires. I want to have four good tires. I speak what I want. I want to be prosperous. I don't want to be broke. I don't profess what I don't want. Speak those things that be not as though they were, but sometimes you might be speaking the wrong thing. God said, I put before you blessings and curses. Come on, somebody. He said, choose the blessings. You better start professing what God has told you that you're supposed to have and begin to speak what it is God wants you to have in the name of Jesus. You better start telling them in the name of Jesus, I shall live and not die. In the name of Jesus, I shall inherit this land. In the name of Jesus, my child shall be educated. In the name of Jesus, I shall not die early. I speak what I expect. Shandere babobosa. 
Shande de babosa. Hey, y'all better watch out. I speak what I want. 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 I don't speak what I don't want. I don't want to die. I don't say, I'm oh, you ain't my ride to die. You my ride to live, baby. I speak what I want. I want to be prosperous. I don't care if you want to be broke. I can't hang around any more small-minded people. If you mad because I want to walk in prosperity, walk away from me. I wish I had some Isaac Hayes. I say walk on by. I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus, I want to walk in the power. I want to walk in the grace. I want to walk in the kingdom. I want to walk in my prosperity. I want to walk in my healing. I want to walk in it, and I claim it right now in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to be sick anymore. I'm not going to die early. My children not going to run amok. My husband not going to tip out on me. My wife not going to cuss me out. I speak what I want. The problem is you keep expecting it. If you go somewhere and you expect bad service, that's what you're going to get. Why? Because that's how powerful you are. You are whatever you think. As a man or woman, think of so as he or she. When you wake up and say, I'm going to have a bad day, you will. Because your mouth is powerful. I wake up, I'm going to have a good day. Have a good day. We just had some ice cube. <laughs> Today, it's going to be a good day. 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 Every day I have, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Tomorrow, it's going to be a good day. I know it ain't promised, but I'm going to speak it right now. Tomorrow, it's going to be a good day. Today, it's going to be a good day. Come on, somebody. I don't care if it rain. I don't care if it snow. I don't care if it's sleet. I don't care if it's sunny. I don't care if it's cold. I don't care what it is. I'm going to be prosperous because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and I speak what I want. <laughs> And I get what I want because I'm a king of God. You are queen of God. You are little G God and whatever you speak, that's what you get. So you better start speaking what you want. Profess what it is you want. Hey, hallelujah. I know what I want. I speak it. Ooh, Hey, I begin to speak it in the name of Jesus. I speak the victory over this church. I speak the victory over your life. I speak the victory over your children. I speak it in the name of Jesus. I profess it right now in the name of Jesus. I cover every last one of you in the name of Jesus. I cover you right now in the name of Jesus. I speak blessings upon blessings in the name of Jesus. You shall be blessed in your coming and blessed in your going. You shall be blessed in the valley and blessed in the field. You shall be blessed in the valley, blessed on the mountain, blessed. Oh, you better watch out right now. 
because I'm professing it. I'm speaking it for you. You better start learning how to speak it for yourself in the name of Jesus. I speak your healing. I speak your prosperity. I speak your deliverance. I speak your victory. Oh, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Oh, oh we're going to start walking in the spirit in here, baby, because I'm tired of the world taking over territory that the Christian's supposed to have. I'm tired of us not walking in prosperity. I'm tired of Walmart having more money than the church. I'm tired of being more worldly millionaires than godly millionaires. I profess that you shall walk in your prosperity right now. Walk in your prosperity. Walk in your victory. Walk in your gifts. Walk in your power. Walk in it. Oh, I'm, I'm stuck right here. I'm stuck right here. I'm stuck right here. I'm stuck right here. Why? Because you don't speak enough. Because you don't speak enough. You don't speak it enough. You don't speak it enough. You keep speaking what you don't want, but won't speak what you want. Child, these folk gonna make me go crazy. Uh-huh. You gonna go. DMX kept saying it. They gonna make me lose my mind. He lost it. Lord, rest in peace. Lady, rest in peace. But he lost it. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Mm-mm. 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 I ain't singing that. When Tupac got shot the second time, I ain't saying. Mama don't die even when they kill me. I ain't saying that no more. Nah, well, let me sing something else. Let me go find some baby face or something. I'm, <laughs> I'm not keep living by, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Who? Can I tell you something? You need to speak what you want. You need to speak what you want. I want you to train your mouth right now to speak what you want. Because for some reason, our mouth's so trained to say what we don't want. People that were getting on my nerves, I stopped acting like they were going to get on my nerves. They don't get on my nerves no more because I don't speak that they get on my nerves. Every now and then, it might slip in. I'm telling you, Miss Johnson, it worked. I'm thinking about some of the same people we be walking with. I'm saying, but it don't, they don't bother me. Because <laughs> I don't speak it. I don't expect them to get on my nerves. I expect me to have a good day every day. I expect every moment of my life to be blissful and good. What? I'm about to be the black Joe Olstein. <laughs> I don't never. <laughs> <laughs> number seven. Let me go to number seven, man. Let me get out of this, man. Number seven. What? <clears throat> Verse 22 says, and when they began to sing to praise, to sing and to praise. Number seven, godly praise will help you experience victory. Godly praise. What is godly praise? You praise him whenever. 
I praise him in the good times. I praise him in the bad times. I praise him when I win. I praise him when I lose. I praise him when I'm sick. I praise him when I'm well. I praise him all the time. I praise him. His praises shall continually be on my lips. You know why? Because when I praise God, even in the midst of me, even in the midst of the devil, having me in the headlock at the end of the day, it begins to confuse him. Why? Because he doesn't understand why I still have joy in my heart, even though hell is coming against me. It's because I already know that this too shall pass and I shall have the victory. I know there's going to be enemies on both sides of me. I know they're going to come at me like a flood, but I shall overcome because I'm more than an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. So I praise him. I praise him even when I'm stuck. Oh, look at that. that look, oh, look at the little grass. Y'all. Look at that. But <laughs> I praise him. <laughs> I praise him no matter what. I praise him when it's good. I praise him when it's bad. It doesn't matter. Why? Because all things happen for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. Oh! If I was a Christian rapper, I'd rap it. Ooh, praise him all the time. Because even when hell coming against me, it's still good. Because God is going to use it for my good. The hell you're going through is for your good. It didn't kill you. You know what it's doing? It's taking you to Gethsemane. It's pressing you to get the oil out of the olive in you. Come on, somebody. It's trying to get the oil out of you because you know what it says. The Bible doesn't say that the anointing falls on you. It says the anointing will flow up out of you like rivers of living water. It'll flow up out of you because it's in you. And sometimes you got to get pressed for it to come out of you. Until you get pressed, the wine won't come out of you. There's some oil in you, but God got to put you in the press. He got to take you to Gethsemane so he can get the oil out of you. It's some oil in you, but it just got to get pressed. That's why you're going through the pressure. It's an anointing in you. That's why you got to get pressed. It's just trying to get it out of you because until you go through the flood, until you go through the press, God can't get the chafe out of you without some pressure. I love pressure. I love it when people come at me like a flood. You know what? I know it's a blessing coming. That be my clue. That's my scavenger hunt. Girl, boy, girl, boy, whoever I want to talk to on this side, at the end of the day, when people start coming at me, I start going on a scavenger hunt. I get my little blessing thing and be looking, what my blessing is? I know it's coming. I know it's coming. The hell breaking loose. They talk about me. Something, something. Where my blessing at? Out there on the beach looking like them crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm blessed. God, with my blessing there? I know. <laughs> I know it's out here somewhere. Haters hating harder now. I don't get sad when my haters come against me. I get happy. Why? Because I know my blessing coming. What? I know my blessing coming. What? I know it's coming. 
because the devil don't have time to mess with me and to write around my breakthrough because he don't have enough demons to mess with me when I'm not about to get a breakthrough. But right around your breakthrough time, the devil will try to send his minions to convince you that you won't have your breakthrough because he wants you to sit down because you're right at the finish line. You're right at the cusp of your blessing. And if he can just make you stop right then, you won't get a victory. But no, baby, when the devil come at me, he might as well stop coming at me because when he come at me, I press harder. It's coming. It's coming. I want my overflow. I want my overflow. What? I want my overflow. Haters, where you at? I want my overflow. I want my overflow. I want my overflow. What? He gonna give me so much I won't have room to receive. What? What? I want my overflow. What my overflow? Huh? I wish I was Snoop. <laughs> With so much drama in the LBC. When they come at me, I know God about to bless me. What? What? Y'all ain't ready? Y'all ain't ready? <laughs> ah! Come on, devil. Ah, I like it when the devil come at me because I know my blessing coming. I know I deserve it because God don't let you go through nothing you can't handle. And the greater the resistance, the greater the blessing. So I tell you, I welcome all my haters. I love y'all. Come at me in the name of Jesus. I ain't had haters in a long time. I had haters the other day and I was like, whoa, I'm about to get blessed. I mean, I'm still blessed, but when the hater come, I know I'm going to get more blessed. Public service announcement. If your hate is hating right now, you're about to be blessed. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Woo-wee. Number eight, verse 22. The, the, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. What? Godly protection will help you experience victory. Godly protection will help you experience victory. Godly protection. Why? I, I always represent and say, God, help me. See, you know how you get godly protection? You ask for it. It's not that deep. The problem is some of y'all want to fight your own battles. I remember I used to get to the church conference and fight all the time. Remember that? I used to love that. What? Well, I know they're going to say this. I'm going to say this back. Then I got tired. I started getting old. Let me got time for this. I sat down, let them talk, and then the people in the, in the congregation started talking. They were ready to go home. I'm like, hold on. They're ready to go home too. If I shut up, they'll fuss and I can just be quiet. Because <clears throat> God will protect you if you let him. See, what did, what, what did Jehoshaphat do? He didn't sit up there and say, man, go get the swords, go get the guns. We're about to go to war. He said, God, I'm scared. I ain't no fighter. I'm a lover. I need you to come take care of these folk. I ain't going out here doing all this, God. Look at all these people. We can't beat all them. I need you to handle this, God. Ain't you, God? 
Aren't you the God that brought me here? Aren't you the God that brought me out of Plessy versus Ferguson? Aren't you the God that brought me through Brown Board of Education? Aren't you the one that brought me through Jim Crow? Aren't you the one that brought me from separate but equal? Aren't you the one that got me off the back of the bus? Aren't you the one that kept me from having to be in separate? Aren't you the one that got me to the same water fountain? I don't care what hell going on right now. I know you got me. I don't care what Republican in office. I don't care what Democrat in office. And either day, God, you already brought me a mighty long way. You brought me when I only had one pair of shoes. You brought me to the place where I didn't have a car. You brought me. Who? You brought me through the civil rights era. You didn't bring me this far to drop me off here. He brought me through all this. He brought me out of Egypt. He brought me from Plymouth Rock. He brought me from the dirty south. You brought me through the boycott in Alabama. You brought me through all this stuff. You brought me through the assassination of Malcolm X. You brought me through the assassination of Dr. King. You brought me through it. You brought me through it in the name of Jesus. And I'm still going to keep trucking in the name of Jesus. Look in the mirror and say, in the name of Jesus, if Harriet Tubman can get me out of slavery, I can walk through this mess right now. We don't care what type of legislation they try to pass on me. I shall have the victory because I am a child of God and you will not treat me like a second-hand citizen. Oh. Stop walking in fear. We need some bold folk to start stepping up because this world is ridiculous. I was looking at the, the, the thing and everybody praying for Ukraine, but they wouldn't let none of the black people even from Ukraine out of the thing. Keeping it 100. I don't care who get mad. I don't care. Find another place to be. I thought I was Joe Osteen. I was him for about two seconds. <laughs> two seconds of Joe Osteen. We'll run that back. But I got to tell you this right now in the name of Jesus. I don't care what color you are. Injustice anywhere is a threat everywhere. In the words of Dr. King, but what I need you to understand, the only way that you can win the fight, what's going on in the world, is through Jesus. King didn't get up there and just make a speech. King made sure he was doing biblical principles. King made sure he was doing theological things. King made sure that he kept God at the forefront of the movement. I'm going to tell the NAACP this right now, because I know you be listening. Y'all trying to take God out of the NAACP, that's why you're having so much trouble. Keep trying to do all this worldly stuff. God keep trying to move the worldly folk out of there, and y'all keep on being scared. When they leave, let them go. Stop trying to have all these meetings on Sunday. We ain't got time to be doing all that. We got church. You can do it after. I'll be trying to do it at 11 in the morning. We got church. They didn't have meetings doing church. They had the meeting at church, doing church, talked about God. Then after church, they went and handled the NAACP. Stop trying to compete against God. He's your protection. The problem is you think you're your protection. You can't protect yourself. Only God can. You got to be like Jehoshaphat and say, God, I can't handle this. Handle this situation for me. You handle this battle. Aren't you the God that brought me out of all this? 
Aren't you the God that got me through what I went through last night and the other day? Aren't you the God that brought me through COVID-19? Aren't you the God that brought me through vaccination or non-vaccination? Aren't you the God that brought me through all this pandemic? Aren't you that same God? Bring me through whatever I'm going through right now. I can't do it without you. I need you to carry me, God. I ain't lazy, but I need you to carry me. I can't handle it without you. I need you to do it for me. Help me in the name of Jesus. 